Welcome back to Empowering Life Ministries. I'm Daryl Barber, and I'll be your host today. Uh, we just finished up on the first chapter of Romans, and I'm going to start uh, in another area today. I'm just going to really share a word that's on my heart. Uh, I don't know. We might get back into Romans chapter 2 and, and go a little further, but right now um, I just feel to go to a different place uh, and share this. Uh, today I want to share a word with you just called getting a fresh start. You know, it'll probably take me a few podcasts to get this word finished, but I do want to get it going today and uh, really appreciate you tuning in to be with us today. Uh, I believe some of us need a mulligan. <laughs> I play golf and you get a mulligan, that means you get a do-over. A lot of times we play when we especially when we go to play and don't have time to hit some balls and warm up the first uh, before we start, uh, we'll say first one's free. And that means when you tee off, if you hit a bad one, you can hit another one. Or if you hit one, it's okay, but you think you can do a little better, you can go ahead and hit another one because you get a free mulligan out of the situation. And, uh, you know, uh, I believe some of us are in that place in a mental state in our lives from some of the things we've been walking through, and we could sure use a mulligan at this time. And uh, we need a fresh start is what we need. Some of us have let the light go out in the temple of God, and that's a bad place to be. Back in Leviticus, I'm taking this from something that happened, uh, spoke of in the tabernacle of the Lord. In Leviticus 6 and 13, it said, The fire shall ever be burning upon the altar. It shall never go out. And how many of you know that our hearts really represent the altar of the Lord? You know, when we look in the Old Covenant and read some of these things, I, I, the parallel for application for our lives is realizing in the New Covenant that we're a temple of the Holy Ghost. So now we represent the temple of God. And it's ever important for us to keep that fire burning in our hearts. And the way we do that is by our relationship with God. Uh, we let that... We just let that be renewed every day. We've got, I believe this, I believe we need to get our daily bread. I believe we need to feed our spirit man. And there's a story in First Samuel, it's really about uh, Samuel being birthed. And you'll find out in the first chapter of Samuel that Hannah, whose name means grace, is crying out to God for a son to be born. She's been bearing uh Penina, who is the other woman married to Elkanah. I don't know why, but they had multiple uh, husbands, had multiple wives back in the Old Covenant. Uh, and uh, Hannah couldn't have children, but Penina could. And Penina would continually harass her, making her feel worthless. So at one point, she was praying before God outside of the temple. And the scripture talks about while she was praying that she was moving her lips, but there wasn't any words coming out. She was basically praying in her mind, praying in her spirit that God would intercede. And Eli, the the priest, saw her praying and thought she was drunk. And he rebuked her. And she, she you know, basically they went into a conversation that I'm not drunk. I hadn't had any kind of anything intoxicating to drink. I'm just grieved and crying out for God to give me a child and he spoke and said, well, the Lord's going to basically visit you and you're going to have a child. And uh, so basically in the first chapter, we see grace crying out to God to birth something in the earth. And I believe we all uh, want to see something birthed. Well, long story short, 
she ended up went home. Her and Elkanah got together. She got pregnant and then birthed Samuel. And Samuel's name means ask of God. And she had promised the Lord if he would give her a child that she would give him back to him and let him serve uh, in the tabernacle all of his life. And if we get to 1 Samuel chapter 3 and begin to look at verses 1 through 4, it says this. It says, The child Samuel ministered unto the Lord before Eli. And the word of the Lord was precious in those days. There was no open vision. And it came to pass at that time when Eli was laid down in his place and his eyes began to wax dim that he could not see. And ere the lamp of God went out in the temple of the Lord where the ark of God was, and Samuel was laid down to sleep. And the Lord called Samuel, and he answered, Here am I. And I'm just going to stop there. I believe the twofold here, I believe the lamp actually did go out in the temple of the Lord, but I also believe that the lamp had already gone out in Eli's temple too. Eli had grown fat and lazy, and he really wasn't serving God, wasn't walking after the things of God. And uh, because of that, <coughs> Samuel had been strategically placed in the house of God. And he was going to grow up and be one of the greatest prophets that Israel had ever known. Uh, he had, uh, Eli had two sons, Hophni and Phinehas, and these were some corrupt dudes, man. I mean, they were sleeping with women in the door of the tabernacle. They were taking parts of the sacrifice that people would bring and offer to God. And uh, the people didn't give them what they wanted. They had a portion that they were to get as the priests because that's how they ate. That's how they survived. Uh, they were supported through the sacrifice, uh, the sacrificial system. But they got so corrupt, and the people knew they were corrupt. And when the people would come, they would try to get a better portion and take it from the people and the people would say, you're supposed to offer this to God. And the people were really telling them because they knew how they were supposed to be doing their priestly ministry. But they had already moved into a place of corruption and their heart was far from God. And these priests, Hophni and Phinehas, would say to the people that, you know what, you give me that or I'm going to take it by force. So really what that started birthing within the people of God is they didn't want to bring an offering to God because it was being so misused. And uh, that's a sad place to be. You know, uh, I tell all the ministry that I have oversight of and, and have the ability to speak into some of their lives, being a minister and getting behind the pulpit is one of the greatest honors we could have. And we never need to take that for granted. We don't need to take our, our ministry and the things that God has given us to do for granted. We need to know it's an honor and a privilege to be in that pulpit. And we need to do everything in our heart to serve God's people the best we can in that ministry. Thank you for joining me today. Uh, I'll continue this on the next uh, podcast. God bless you and have a great day.